You're listening to the Known Legacy Podcast, brought to you by Known Legacy Ministries. For more information, go to knownlegacy.org. Now here's your hosts, Bill and Travis. I'm a, I'm a little antsy, fun, excited right now, I will be honest with you, because uh, we got some we got some major talent so, on today. So you, you may Spared know this, no expense. because you know, as a ginger, you're like 2% of the population, so it's very rare to meet another ginger, right? That's kind of how it happens. Well, in the world of names... We're like unicorns. I am named like... Until Texas, I never met another Travis yeah. ever in my life, let alone occupied the same space and enjoyed each other's company. Yeah. It was a very bizarre thing. And then this date night thing happens, and we meet this guy named Travis Krim, and I'm realizing not only does he share my name, he had me at hello. It was amazing. I'm like... <laughs> Shut I'm up. I want, you had me at hello. I want to hang out with this guy. Oh, he's so much fun, isn't he? He is absolutely fun. So this one's all about herding cats today. Who knows what's going to happen? Yes. But Bill, so why don't you introduce ladies to and gentlemen, you're not going to be disappointed. <laughs> well, you might be, but anyways. in us, well, you'll be disappointed in us, but you may not be disappointed <laughs> in our in our guest today. We have an amazing guest who has been supportive of Known Legacy. He's actually been at both of our date nights and is incredibly funny. Give it up for author, speaker, and actor travis krim ladies and gentlemen good job yay hey 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 hey. what's up guys how's it going how are you doing brother it's good to see you good good to be seen and good to be here uh you too look look like you've uh you've lost a couple pounds and wow uh taking showers and uh since i saw you last the shower always available but the weight I am down nine pounds. So That's awesome, I'm pretty dude. excited. Thank you. I think after there the breakfast sandwich, I, I, I'm up about yeah. four and a half. I feel like so. we just stepped into the view territory. Like now, we should talk. I know, you know like hair product as well as uh, right. the latest fashions. So. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. What are you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> so, Travis, tell 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 the viewers and listeners a little bit about yourself, man. Because uh, I mean, you know, not only are you studly, and you know, everybody is funny. Okay, so quick story. We had somebody that was coming to, 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 to the date night, and I was like, hey, are you coming? He said, well, even if I don't come, my wife's going to come because she saw what you looked like. So just side note, so hey. they, <laughs> they both came, but I didn't want to tell, tell you that that night, but someone definitely said, if that Dude, Travis guy's going to be there. Are you sure the they weren't talking about me? me? I'm just saying, are you sure got, they weren't talking about me? They were trying to heart exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I guarantee. <laughs> I guarantee no one has rolled in going, man, he's a good looker. I can't wait for him hey, to get on stage. More, more like they're like, I hope he doesn't have a heart attack this time. <laughs> <laughs> like, like He gets pretty passionate. I pray to God he doesn't. Where's the defibrillator? We need to find the defibrillator. Let's just, just in case. Oh, it's so funny. So, so funny. Uh, it's good stuff. Oh, man. Well, dude, yeah, yeah. so uh, take some time and share a little bit about yourself, what you do. Uh, you know, and just to let you know, fun fact, two days ago, I found out something really amazing about Travis. He is a not only accomplished actor and a comedian and just super funny, but he's also an author. Really? Mm. Yes, he is. Mm. Share a little bit about your book I, really quick. You know what I am? Can I tell you what I am? I'm, what are you? I'm an onion. I'm an You're onion. An onion. <laughs> and more like a parfait, thank you very much. Yeah, I'm a parfait. <laughs> yeah. Parfaits are the best thing on the planet. <laughs> I like a parfait. <laughs> I, I, I'm an onion. There are many layers to me, and one of those layers is uh, apparently children's author, and um, uh, many, many books, many leather-bound books, 
Um, no, yeah, I, I wrote a, a a fun little kids book, children's book, and uh, you know, self published on Amazon. N- nothing big, but uh, super fun. I, I've always liked to draw, so I illustrated it as well. And um, and it's a hoot, man. About this little character called Chris Cricket, and um, it's a blast. And so there's, uh, it's kind of got my sensibility in terms of humor, but it, it also has a, got a good little message. And so uh, it does. here's here's Chris Cricket coming to, coming to, at, a, at a theater near you or a bookstore rather. If those don't, those don't exist anymore, actually, it's coming to Amazon. <laughs> Go to Amazon. Coming, those don't exist. Welcome to the 21st century. We're happy you joined us here. Welcome Travis. to yeah, exactly. yeah, 21st century, blowing up brick and mortars <laughs> each day, <laughs> every day. No, it was a good book, and it was funny because as I was reading it, my friend who 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 owned the book, all of his kids like stopped what they were doing to to listen to the story of Chris Cricket. And then all the little, there's a little voice bubbles in there. And all I could picture was your voice every time in the proper pose saying the right things. I'm like, oh, this is hilarious. So I'm going to go buy one. You can find it on Amazon, can't you? And what's the name of the book? The, like, like if they look it up, Chris Cricket. Yeah, so it's, it's a Chris Cricket. And, um, yeah, if you put in Chris Cricket, it'll, it'll pop up. It, and it's, uh, uh, it, yeah, so you can do a little paperback or you can do it on Kindle, the whole thing. And um, it's it's fun. You, you guys will enjoy it. Yeah, it's pretty funny. So, in the midst of writing books and all that kind of stuff, you're also an actor. You you travel, but share a little bit about your family and all the kind of details that you'd like to share. Yeah, share, so your, we, share all your all your measurements, arm, <laughs> chest, right, all that kind of stuff. Right, no. I'm 33, 34, 35, 70, whatever. Um, <laughs> I uh, no, I so I'm I'm married. I have three kids, and uh, my wife Delaine is. She's incredible, man. My best friend and uh, beautiful brunette. And she, uh, it's funny, she and I met in the seventh grade on the school bus. Can't say, hey, uh, like I was the first. What kind of country song are you living? No, no, seriously. That's like straight out of a country song by George Strait. No, 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 for real. Like I I was on the school bus. It is hilarious because, you know, we're talking, this was like late 80s. And so I was on the bus and I had seen her the day before. And I mean, I'm like, wow, what am I, 12, 13, and uh, probably, probably 13, 14. And she came up to me on day two on the bus and was like, hey, I'm, I'm Delane. She introduced herself because she's a little Miss Thing, a little Miss Socialite. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just completely forward is all get out. You know, introducing herself, slipping me her card. And and I and I, I was like, yeah, I saw you. I saw you on the bus yesterday. And she said, no, you didn't. I said, yeah, I did. She said, no, you didn't. I said, yes, I did. And so we start having this back and forth. And then I start describing what she wore. And I was like, yo, girl, bandana belt, banana clip, jelly shoes, swatch watch. Don't get me started. Like I will, I will, I will break this down to a T. And so um, much like you, Travis. Uh, if I had you at Hello, um, I had her at Swatch Watch. Yes. <laughs> was that your Dreamweaver moment? Because I call because Sarah, we had a Dreamweaver dream moment where it was like, Dreamweaver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome, so dude. we have, yeah, we have we have three kids, and we're from Alabama, but we we lived for t- the last twenty years in Los Angeles, and so we moved out there to for the uh, entertainment industry. Uh, acting, writing, producing, and uh, started actually did a lot of ministry as well. Started some some small in in home Bible studies uh, that were that were really really awesome. And um, and yeah, so as of about two months ago, 
we moved we moved back to Alabama, uh, to Birmingham, Alabama, and so we're kind of sh- setting up shop here now. So that's awesome. Every time I hear the word Birmingham, I just think of Forrest Gump. Birmingham, <laughs> Alabama. Is that where he's yeah. from? Yeah, I thought it was Greenbow. Well, some, some, some oh, maybe it is Greenbow, Alabama. Oh, I have the quote all wrong. Thanks, Greenbow. Bill, for calling me out. Greenbow. Greenbow. Greenbow, <laughs> yeah, Alabama. Birmingham. Now they now they think uh, Peaky Blinders, like Birmingham. Oh, oh yeah. Fantastic yeah. show, by the way. You just caught um, Travis's heartstring. Yeah. So. Yeah. You had me at Peaky Blinders. <laughs> so okay, so so you, so you're married, and you said how many? So how, how many kids you said you have? So yeah, so I have three kids, and guys, this is the big news for me. So uh, my our oldest daughter, who's 25, yes. just got married Saturday this past Saturday. Congratulations, yeah. congratulations. And so yeah, so I I'm super jazzed, and the guy his name is Jensen and Dylan. His name is Dylan, the guy, and he's he's a fantastic person, and we love him to death. And I told somebody the the last. Well, I think I, you know, I think I said it at No Legacy at the date night. I was like, guys, I just took one small step towards financial freedom. <laughs> like one. You are one Dave small. Ramsey in flesh. Little bitty step. Little I just, bitty. I just baby stepped my way towards financial freedom. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so how did those conversations go with her about like the budget for the wedding? Were you like, we have no money, so. No, I was like, listen, I've taken out three mortgages for this thing. <laughs> and. Like we're gonna be paying this off until we're ninety. You better enjoy it, and this is one and done. You better exactly. make this thing last. <laughs> one and done. You and I, I know that last. God's word is all about one flesh, but at this point, it's the financial side that we're really gonna focus on. <laughs> right. right, one flesh, three mortgages. <laughs> now, I I told her I said if like this is the, you got to make this thing last because uh, this is the only one we're paid for. So, That's they're great. They're all awesome. funny. And you said you've got another daughter and a son. Yes, yeah, so we have a middle daughter. She's 21, and she just graduated college. And then we have a 13-year-old son who is uh, – hey, guys, he's in the throes of middle school. He's in seventh Ooh. grade. Zits are everywhere. Yeah. Oh, you know, stink. He's growing into his – yeah, I mean, parts yeah. of his body are, are, are still growing. and some. Oh, is, man. I mean, it's just a weird – it's like an amoeba. It's like a weird Gumby-like thing that's happening Oh yeah, in oh, our yeah. house. Yeah. It is, uh, yeah. The smells. I got one of those oh, seventh gosh. grade boys too at my house, so yeah. it's weird where those smells come from. You know the from. deal. Oh, you know oh yeah. Happening. Oh, I do, I do. You know, so it's a, I love it because because full family, busy. I know that you also do the schoolie bus thing, which yeah. is kind of cool. Where you like you've remodeled what two two school buses now to make them like like home things or whatever. Yeah, so we got um, we got three retired school buses, and you know we uh, we gutted them. And the, the idea is to turn them into kind of RVs. Are, and uh, two of them are going to be businesses. We're going to do some like event event stuff out of them. One of them we're going to use nice. for just fun travel RV vacation stuff. But uh, but yeah, man, it's been a we we it's something we did as a family over quarantine, you know. And uh, and it was it was a it's a whole lot of work, but uh, it's been super fun. I'm, I'm going to take a an absolute stab in the dark here. Yeah. Any chance you're ADHD? <laughs> Slightly. Okay, and I'm that's what I was saying. Don't judge me. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just not. saying the well, dude never rests. It's that's, just good that's to know the that heart I of an ADHD. There's someone guy, else man. in my in my club. That's yeah. all. It makes me happy. Yeah, absolutely. You know what? Man. That's as much my wife as anything. She is uh, constantly like wanting to do adventures and projects, and so <sighs> many of those I just jump on her coattails and try to hang on. Wise, that's wise it. man. Know the dreams of your wife. 
and do mm. what you can to to connect with them yes. and help her achieve them. That is that is wisdom that Cheers we preach that. at No Legacy yeah. all the time. So yeah, well sure. done, man. Way to live the life. So so you know, years ago when I first met Travis, man, I remember you did this one skit. You were up on a ladder and you used the U two song. And at that point, I was like. This guy is incredible. He's a connector. Mm. Uh, man, you just, you really knew how to draw in people. And I was like, this guy is going places. And he right. did. And then consistently has gone places and consistently makes an impact. And that's why I wanted to have him on today because I see the impact he makes in the world. But it's, I also know that the, the question I have for you, because it's on the, it's on the hearts of, of some of our guys and some of our listeners, is just this idea of, man, how do you balance pursuing dreams Mm. and all the obligations yes. of life and all the responsibilities without saying, all right, honey, I'm going to go join a biker club for Jesus. <laughs> and then like, but I'm not going to fix the plumbing. You know what I'm saying? Like it's trying right. to figure out those balance. And I, and I'm asking that because I feel like you've done a good job in that, at least from what I've seen. And so that's what my question is like, man, how do you do it? How do you manage to stay balanced in the midst of travel and life and redoing buses and writing books and making people laugh and keeping those amazingly studly arms. I don't know. Mm, I need yeah. to know what's your secret. Yeah. Well, I mean the, the arms are like hard, hard roids, just hard. <laughs> um, You're a juicer. <laughs> just but, needle uh, that thing up. Uh, yeah. I'm a, I'm a chronic juicer. No, I guys, I don't know, man. I, I, I honestly, I don't feel like I do it well all the time. And you know, like everybody else out there, you know, there are windows of struggle where I feel like I'm blowing it and not doing a good job as a dad, much less a husband. Yeah. And so, so I, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm no, I'm no special example. However, um, what I, I told a friend of mine recently, I was like, you know what? I can tell that it is, it's, it's easier to balance and I do better at balancing to the degree that I'm plugged into the vine, mm. you know, so the, just John 15 yeah. all the way, you know, like I'm the vine, you're the branches. And so, you know, we all hear about, I know the connecting points to the vine, you know, there's, you know, there's the ABC one, two, three, there's prayer, serving, being a part of the local church, you know, uh, yeah. and staying plugged into the word, uh, you know, just quiet times, devotions, like all those those connecting points, and I feel like when I'm, when I'm, when I'm doing those things, when I'm, you know, when I'm, I'm serving people, I'm staying plugged into church, making myself be consistent. What is which is hard for me, especially with travel, you know, because on a Sunday I'm usually speaking myself somewhere or working, and so yeah. um, it's re it's real easy when I get home to be like, ah, let's just chill today, you know, um, but and then. You know, and praying and and uh, and reading the word, it it feels like those things are easier. It feels like the balance comes easier. Yeah. Um, so I would say, I mean, the short answer is, uh, for for me, for me, to the degree that I'm that I feel like I'm I'm rooted in the vine and staying consistently connected to the vine and to Christ, then uh, it, it seems like that's it's more manageable for sure. Yeah. No, that's good. Uh, yeah, it is. It, get, it can get so difficult. So I think you're right because it's the small success right. of getting in the Word and taking time to stop and remember why you do it. Right. And uh, Well, and I think, you know, what's interesting is 
we 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 in North American Church love the mountaintop experiences, and you're a guy that that churches will bring in to help create those mountaintop experiences for other guys' faith and for yeah. couples' faith and for youth faith, where they have this defining moment that they look back and say, "Man, that was a time that I felt God move or I felt God intimately." Mm-hmm. And and what I hear you saying is those times come through you because when no one's around and when no one's looking mm-hmm. and when 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 the time is open. You're actually investing in tilling the soil, making sure that you're connected to the vine, and spending time at the feet of the Savior who loves you, who cares for you, and has chosen to use you in such a powerful way in other people's lives. And I think that's really hard because sometimes we put guys up on pedestals, yeah. um, you know, pastors or guest speakers or whatever, and we forget that sometimes the airplanes lose their luggage too, and they got to mm. wrestle with that. And sometimes, yeah. you know, the AC is out, and sometimes the bus that you just bought to to renovate is not working, you know. And yeah. it, it's making sure that regardless of our lot on, on, on Sunday mornings or regardless of our role within a congregation, each one of us as men have an obligation for the sake of our family and our kids mm. um, to stay connected in the small things, the little things. And I guess that would be the takeaway for me is like, um, invest an ounce every day and you'll get a gallon real quick. If you're waiting for the gallon, it mm. may be months away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. No, mm. It, it, it makes me think about, okay, so, hey, I'm in the middle of pursuing this. And then I know you've probably felt this, but like all of a sudden you realize, wait, I'm completely disconnected from my family. What do you do at mm. that moment? Like what would you say to guys who are like, hey, I want to pursue this or hey, I'm in the middle of doing this. But then there's those those tensions where like either either you start arguing because you haven't been around and you try to justify, well, I'm doing this for my family. I'm doing mm. this for Jesus. What's your response to that? Or what would you say to guys who are like, hey, I want to do this, but I'm not in a good spot. What's maybe some 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 helpful tools to get them to move forward? Well, I know for me, I, I, first of all, and it sounds like not to sound like militaristic, but I mean. For us, we got. I got to fight for that time. I got to fight mm. for those moments because I mean, our family's like everybody else. I mean, we got kids doing rehearsals and classes and practices, and and there's busy this and busy that, and it. it so we have to. I say we. I know I as the dad, as husband, as leader, the spiritual leader of our home. Man, I have to fight for uh, time, time where we slow down, where we sit down and actually have a meal together at the dinner dining room table. Yeah. Um, you know, it's because uh, so easy just to get around the, the island in the kitchen and, and it's like smash grab, you know, with but to like sit down at the table, you know, clear that thing off and uh, everybody put your phone away. Let, let's look into some eyeballs. Let's let's listen. Let's have some actual, you know, real conversations. Yeah. And uh, not just not just housekeeping stuff. Um, I I, I fight for that time, you know. Mm. Um, and and sometimes uh, it, the fighting for that time leads to arguments in and of themselves. You know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh, yeah. And so um, and then, so it's, it's for me, it's fighting for that time, like, like really carving it out, making that time, trying to make it a scheduled thing where, all right, this is our, this is a moment for our family where we slow down, there's no technology, we're just, we're literally engaging mm. together. And then the other thing is just, um, it's just being cognizant of a, I guess what I would, I would say, creating a, just a, uh, an atmosphere of prayer. 
just a mm. constant atmosphere of prayer in the sense of like, you know, because again, like the other families, like we can go round and round and round on issues that, you know, something comes up in somebody's life and we we gossip about it, we debate about it, we fight about it, we disagree about it, or, or we try to support each other about it. But just making making everything stop and say, hey, we, we, we can keep talking about this and it's probably good to keep communicating, of course, but we need to pray. Yeah, like we need to yeah. pray. Yeah. We need, as a family, we need to pray. We need to take this to the throne and we need to pray about God's wisdom because, you know, his, his ways are higher than our ways. Why, why would we try to continue to muddle through this from a, you know, from a, um, an earthbound human intellectual standpoint when, man, we've got the creator of the, of the universe at, at our beck and call who wants to impart wisdom. You know, James says, if yeah. any man lacks wisdom on a mask where it uh, gives generously without finding fault. And so, you know, I, I think those two things I would say, it's like fighting for, for our family, at least me leading the charge of fighting for unadulterated time where we slow down and engage as a family. And then number two is, is creating a, an atmosphere of prayer where, yeah. you know, we're never too busy. We're never too rushed to just stop and pray. I love that. So. And I think that that is one of the things that um, is so essential that, that we can pray about things, but when we pray together about things, um, that's a legacy you start to push into the hearts of your kids, yeah. and they oh, will bring yeah. into their marriages um, like you just had, and hopefully their kids one day where we are a family that prays now. Like, we yeah, don't pray about yeah. it later. We don't put it on the to-do list for later. Yeah. We stop in the moment, and we pray now because we know God is here with us. That's you know, fantastic. I, and I also love the the big theme was there's no passivity. Like, yes. you, you spoke yeah. into that and said, yeah. I'm going to take lead. And I, I do the, the value of a father taking lead in his, you know, in his family is probably one of the most important things that can happen. So mm. great words. I think that's exactly what we need to hear is, man, guys, you have what it takes. Right. And for you to pursue your dreams, for, for, you, for you to pursue the passions on your heart, you've got to get this stuff right. Because, you know, we've said it before that, man, you know, if, it, you know, if, if a guy, uh, you know, doesn't take his family on the adventure that he's on, then it's simply just a getaway. Right. And so mm. it, it's, it's for us to stop wow. and go, man, where are we? In, in, where am I at with my spouse? Where am I at with my kids? Do they know where mm-hmm. I'm walking towards? And are they in lockstep with me? Now, I know we, there, there's the generation things of older kids, younger kids, but I'm talking about are your kids that are under your roof right now in lockstep. Is your wife understanding and for you and what you're doing? Because right. mm. nothing can stop that. And, again, that's do what, that, that is what I see in you, Travis, is that when you go do this stuff, that I know that your wife is for you. And I know that it's not easy because it's all those mm. times when you travel it's amazing how the enemy likes to use those moments oh, of little things sure. that you forgot to do or the check that you forgot to put in the bank or the, the laundry that you forgot to put into the dryer or whatever it is. Or things always smart. break at the house when we're gone. Exactly. It's the, the yeah, craziest it's thing. those things. <laughs> yeah. and so, so the enemy came to steal, kill, and destroy like we talk about all the right. time. But I love that you're speaking life into who these families can become and especially your own. So, so uh, I, d- I do have a question. Uh, you know, one of the things I think we all as dads know that Dinner time is important, but we struggle with it because it's hard to stir conversation. We're not naturally mm-hmm. yeah. conversation. Now, the three of us probably are, yeah. but we may be the outliers in the situation. One of the things that uh, a tool that was taught to me a while ago that has proven fruitful is that when you get together around the dinner table to um, invite everyone to share a high and a low from the last day or the last week. Mm. And what I found is that takes off the table the yes, no answers that teenagers mm. love yeah, to yeah, give. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And what I didn't realize is, um, you know, the first few months of this were tedious and the kids were like roll their eyes and ah uh. well now with you know three in high school one in college um or two in high school one in college um you like the kids now when we sit around the table they will start it they're like okay i'm gonna share my high and low first and so it is uh, it has created cool. a culture where we're learning oh, well. how to talk about the celebration moments of life and the hard things of life. And so I'm, I'm, the question for, that I have for you is, do you have any tools that you could share with us and share with the listeners that would encourage them that they could pull out to really start doing this um, and, and remove some of the fear that maybe guys have of like, how do I talk to my 10-year-old daughter yeah, about yeah. you know something besides My Little Ponies, if that's sure. even a thing yeah. anymore? Right, yeah. Well, I t- I'll say one thing. When you started to mention that, the highs and lows, uh, because we do something similar sometimes. I mean, like you said, most of the time, you know, we're, we're nobody shuts up, and it's kind of like people are trying to fight to get a word in edgewise. But um, one of the things I realized early on for me is, and this this is probably the biggest kind of learn the hard way tip that I I would say is, even when that's happening, when those conversations are going, as a dad. And even as a mom, as a parent, avoid the temptation to try to fix things. Oh, you know because when, oh, when it's so hard. Yeah, I know. When when you know when so give me your high, give me your low. Well, when you hear the low, of course, the first instinct is going to be, okay, give me the name of that kid so I can destroy him. Get who bullies <laughs> you? You know. Yes. Um. All I need is a name. All I need is a name. Um. You know, and then, or, <laughs> you know, or, or, okay, well, especially as men, you know, we want, we're fixers. We want to fix. Yeah. And so, and so, but I, I noticed that whenever I would go into fix it mode in the mm. middle of those conversations that are trying to become meaningful, it, the kid would instantly get frustrated. And, um, and I realized that, oh, well, what, what they want to, what they want, what they want here is they want to be heard and they want me to listen. Yeah. So, they're looking for a sounding board and just a safe place to vent as much as they are any kind of like, you know, fatherly advice or wisdom. And so, you know, we almost have kind of an unwritten rule that, that we're, you know, at the table, that, that window of time is not to, you know, nobody's bringing their tool belt to fix problems. Mm. It's just, this is like a, an open, safe place to share, to vent, to talk, to dream, to, to just breathe together. And so we'll worry about, we'll get to the fixing stuff later as it needs to be got to. Got yeah. to. But, um, so yeah, I would, I would throw that as an encouragement. On That's good. On yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. Travis, From just one Travis it. to another. Well done, sir. Well done. <laughs> but it is, it's smart because well, you're fun. just, you're just letting them, be honest and authentic, and I think that that's exactly what kids need need right now. Yes. But they need to see it in the form of a strong leader, like a father, who's going to go, "Hey, I like I'm just listening right now," and it, and I think it gives example for their son, you know, for for all of our sons to go. That's the kind of husband and father I want to be. But then also for the for for the daughters to go, that's the kind of husband that mm. I want. Yes. in the mm. future, because it just gives an example that we're not even thinking about. As we're going, no, no, I'm just here to listen. Right. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, you know, well, mm-hmm. my boyfriend never listens to me. <laughs> I don't know why I'm from the South, but I mean, yeah, you know, like, but anyways. Well, and you know what? You know what's interesting is because I, I think, um, you know, we hear this a lot about about guys, about men. It's like, you know, what a boy wants to hear from his his dad is you've got you've got what it takes to be successful. 
Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, Eldridge parroted that, you know, in his book back in the day. And yep, yep. We, we've heard it ever since. Is, and so I think part of the, the, uh, the, the, the deep need for sons for sure is that, and the reason why we shouldn't necessarily jump to fix every problem is because the, there's something inside our sons that they, they want to know that they can fix it. You know, like they want to know that they yes. can, yeah. can yeah. problem solve and, and have the courage to do what needs to be done and work their way out of a problem or, or through a problem. And so um, I, I think, you know, part of, part of the temptation to, like, you know, being careful not to try to fix everything is because we're giving space for our kids to yeah. uh, to to grow up and to lead and to become problem solvers. There's yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. No, that's good, dude. Thank you so much for this. This has been a huge uh, blessing, and just love love getting to uh, to spend time talking to you. And before we wrap up today, first thing before we wrap up, you can go <laughs> to uh, Travis Cram with one M dot com, right? That's right. Travis Crim.com. Yeah, man. Yep. And Travis is actually doing a, uh, a a Christmas tour. Oh, cool. Comedy and worship. We're trying to get some more places uh, here. I'd love to have him up here. And so yeah. we're looking for some so, some churches that wanted to just just bring them up. Him and, and who's the who's the artist with you? Yeah, it's called it's called the, the tour is called Comedy and Carols, and it's myself and Noah Cleveland is nice. the uh, is the worship leader. He's doing Christmas carols and. A lot of fun ones, Jingle Bell stuff, and then some traditional worship carols. So it's a fun, fun show. That and sounds so, nice. Uh, yeah, that'll be good. So, so be look on that. Be looking. Be on the outlook. That. Be on the outlook for that. Be how looking that? on. Yeah. Be looking on. The, guys, be looking on that. On the, I be, don't know be, how to use be, my uh, hands. Be on. Be on your outlook spreadsheet. <laughs> and it's in there. So if I could talk, but before we go, we have a couple of questions for you. We call them the Fast Five. Zoom. Much so, better than mine. I'm sorry. We don't we don't have a uh, uh, an, a sound bite for that yet, but we'll go there. So fast five. We'll do this really quick. First thing, okay. Travis. Uh, well, first thing, do you have anything else to share before we uh, jump into the fast five? Uh, not really. I just I just uh, freaking love you guys. You, I appreciate what you do. I appreciate uh, what Known Legacy is about. You know, it's about uh, equipping families and bringing married people together and just infusing life into families and and uh, husbands and wives and Man, it's been a joy to be a part of the ministry, a small part of the ministry, and I'm I'm just praying for this thing to just blow up and, you know, us do more more stuff together, man. Do more oh yeah, we're together. excited. We've got some more more date nights on the horizon, so that'd be fantastic. We'll keep on the lookout from there. So okay, great. So fast five coming up. Are you ready? Let's go. Okay, if you had to live in a decade, which would you choose and why? 1930s, tw- late 20s, mid 30s, and Whoa. here's why. I love the hairstyles. Love the hairstyles. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. Is that the Peaky Blinders? No, that's that, not Peaky You know, Blind. the Peaky Blinders are definitely in that. Season yeah. four is uh, the, the big yeah. crash. The prohibition? Uh, oh, it's or all the, there. It's oh. all there, man. Yeah. Wow. Okay, good. So it's, uh, that's, that's kind of cool. Okay, your favorite Bible verse? Uh, Psalm 137 for uh, cast all your anxiety on me because I care for you because I'll be dealing with that stress, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> that is true as true can be. He went southern on us. Well he done. did. He well did. Done. So if you okay, third question: If you could be a, a character in a movie, who would it be? Ooh, I like oh, this gosh, one. Come on, is this even a, a question? Maximus Aurelius. Oh, oh yeah, gladiator. Yeah. 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 The gladiator. 
At, with William Wallace being a, a close second, but the only one I don't, reason I don't chose him is because he went out by having his guts ripped out, and yeah. I'd rather go out by fighting some punk. Exactly. And stabbing yeah. him. And like, yeah, what we do in life echoes in eternity. Great, yeah. great line. All right, yeah. uh, number four. What toppings would you put on your worst enemy's pizza? This is actually a pizza topping, but it has no business on a pizza. Anchovies. Oh, yeah. I, I'm with you 100% on that one. Hey, I'd like a wet eyebrow on my pizza, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd like something slimy. Exactly. Mm. Uh, to die on Just like when it slides down my throat to infect <laughs> no. my body. Stop, stop, <laughs> stop, stop. <laughs> okay. And, okay, uh, if you had to pick one color your shirts could be forever, what would it be? Blue. I'm wearing it right now. Nice. All right. I got a bonus one. Go I for got it. A bonus Go for one. It. Bonus question. So um, yeah. fall is here, and so the question is this. Apple cider donut or any other donut? Okay, listen. I know this may come across as borderline blasphemy. I've never had a cider donut. Oh! <laughs> I've never in my life had a cider okay. donut. I need to so change I'm my name. I can't share his name anymore. I, I'm going to change it to Nick. Call me Nick from now on. <laughs> Nick. Nick. From like I don't know from Jamaica or something because I don't know if there's because I don't think that there's I don't think that there's apple cider donuts in Jamaica, and I don't know if if you're truly American if you haven't had an apple cider donut. I've never had an apple. Cider okay, donut. you know what we're gonna do? I'm gonna find a way to mail you some apple cider donuts as a thank you. And you're gonna you. video yes as a thank you, but you're gonna you're gonna have to video you enjoying an apple cider donut. But oh, when he mails I would them to you, to do that, he okay. will include a uh, a three step process to get the most enjoyment out of your <gasps> apple cider donut. Yes, I. Will. Well, oh, it's I'm down. incredible. <laughs> oh, it's I'm amazing. So down. Hey, Travis, it. thank you so much for being on with us today. I really appreciate your insights and your wisdom and your joy and your humor. And uh, it was life giving. I appreciate it. I do want to give a shout out to Kyle real quick. He's our producer, yeah, making sure woo, all the Kyle, video stuff making works. it happen. And uh, to Brian Barry, who's the owner of the shop that we're at. It's a smoking lamp cigar lounge here in Allen, Texas. And uh, appreciate him and his generosity to let us set up and uh, use his Wi-Fi. Yes. And hey, guys, awesome. check us out. Uh, info at Known Legacy for questions, comments, or concerns. Info at knownlegacy.org. Uh, check us out on Facebook, which you're probably, if you're watching this, right. you're already on Facebook, so you've already got the place. And if you want our address to mail us fresh uh, apple cider donuts, we're good with that, too. Info Absolutely. at knownlegacy.org. Yeah. Feel free to mail us donuts to get, to get the address. But also, Instagram, Known Legacy. Uh, we'd love to keep up with you. So, uh, hey, thanks for watching today, guys. Travis, thank you for being here. Travis, thank you for being here. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Bill. Love you guys. Have a great day, Much everybody. Thanks for listening to the Known Legacy Podcast. We'd love to hear from you, so email us your questions or comments to info at knownlegacy.org.